my son was born, I was taking some pictures of him, posted on social media, and I had two families within an hour say, can we book you? And I didn't know what to do. But I was just kind of, you know, so at some points I was shooting in black and white. And I was like, look how cool I am. They were like, can we get in color? I was like, huh? You want what? Um, so, yeah, I um, made $400 in two hours and was like, you're going to learn and you're going to make this into something. I studied and I studied. Some people just grab a camera and think they can start a business out of nowhere. What up, though? Black Friday's family. Welcome back to another installment of the Black Friday's podcast. I am joined here by my lovely wife, Miss Amanda Turner. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Good to see you. You too. And of course, we are joined by another special guest. As you know, we are continuing our series where we are interviewing the different black owned businesses, the vendors uh, for our lovely, big, black, beautiful wedding. And today we have our lovely world famous photographer, Miss Kai Davis, in the building with us. Hi. <laughs> so, Kai, how was it? Uh, I'll jump right into it. How was it working with us? Wow. OK. Um, their wedding, hands down, was one of the most elegant events I have ever been to. And I shoot tons of weddings. I've been shooting for about 13 years. So when I walked into that venue, I was like, yeah, it was like, it was beautiful. So, and then the couple, Denzel and Amanda are absolutely amazing. So it was just easy. And she, uh, Amanda was so calm. She was so calm. <laughs> I was like, you okay? She's yeah, fine. Um, but the small details, and I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys heard of some of the details and the things, the gifts that they gave each other to the jerseys. It was just, everything was just beautiful. So, yes. Thank you. Thank it you. was Thank an you. honor. <laughs> I was well, like, oh my goodness. It was an honor to have you. Yay. Like, we were, we were very <laughs> grateful. Um, and we loved how excited you were to work with us. And we were excited. So, it's like, oh, this is great energy. But is that not normally the case when you ask people, like, are they good or are they calm? Or? Uh, there's some brides where I sometimes will just stay behind. Like, I give you a minute. And I'm like, okay. I have one right before you guys who freaked out about her makeup and... I kind of gave her the smile and the assurance that everything was fine. And she was rolled her eyes a little bit. And I said, I'm going to leave her alone for a second. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the nature of the getting business. a wedding and dreaming about it forever and then being in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so my, I always say my, my thing is just being the best friend in black with a camera that day. And whatever you need, I'm there for you. So. Yeah, and you are. You definitely helped me get that uh, tra uh, dress train through oh. Mr. Market. He was like, you just hold your dress. I'll hold anything else. And I'm like, thank you, because this oh thing is heavy. We are trekking down <laughs> Eastern Market. <laughs> Literally. I was like, okay. But thank you. You're welcome. And I was telling Amanda on the way here that one thing that you helped me because obviously when you need deep in wedding planning, it's not always fun. It wasn't fun for me at once it got to a certain point because you're just trying to manage so many different things. But I was telling Amanda that you helped kind of re-energize me prior to the wedding because of your incitement of the different vendors that we had that you had a rapport with, had worked with before. And then like you were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be this going to be a dope wedding. And I was like, OK, we might be we might be on to something. 
and we had no idea you all worked with each other. Oh, we wow. just like I literally know. found people like via Instagram, I believe you mm-hmm. and uh, Brandon Full Films, who we had uh, connected with on the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Found you all on Instagram. I think even our, our designer uh, yeah. was via so Instagram as well. Wow. Yeah, MPQ. So yeah, your excitement got me ready. I'm like, okay, yeah, this might this might be a shindig. Wow. Yeah. Um. I heard, we're not a team, but I feel like Shania, Brandon, Lorna, we all just work together very well. And when I knew you were in great hands with Lorna, with Posh and Prem, I was like, you're good. You know, everything's going to be boom, boom, boom. And so it just, I got excited. And I, I, I was like, you know, in my head, I'm like, I hope they book me because this is, it gives me room to be creative. Yeah. And so when you're working with people you don't know, it's like you kind of like, what you, what you doing? You don't know what so, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of being a creative, can you talk to us about how your journey with photography started? Is this something that happened at a young age? Are you professionally trained in it? Where did this kind of come from? Okay. Um, well, my son is 13 now. Um, and so I started liking photography just a little bit. We did some family photos. Um, and, uh, my husband got me a small power shot, um, camera. Um, and so he went back after our family photo shoot and talked to the photographer, Nicole Adams, who was amazing, kind of helped me out a little bit when I first started. Um, so long story short, I was playing around, went to my brother's wedding. My camera was stolen, completely stolen. I kind of think I know who took it, but anyways, (laughs) (laughs) if you out there, we, we, we looking for you. Yes. Um, so uh, once um, my son was born, I was taking some pictures of him, posted on social media, and I had two families within an hour say, can we book you? And I didn't know what to do, but I was just kind of, you know, so at some points I was shooting in black and white, and I was like, look how cool I am. They were like, can we get in color? I was like, huh? You want what? Um, so, yeah, I um, made $400 in two hours and was like, you're going to learn and you're going to make this into something I studied and I studied. Some people just grab a camera and think they can start a business out of nowhere. Um, I studied the, the different aspects of photography. I had to teach myself. Um, I was shooting in automatic for a while until I went over to manual. Um, but then I learned about babies and maternity and seniors and families. And I created my own way of shooting and I ran with it. And so, yeah. Um, and then I started working for Kitty Candids, which used to be in, what is it called? Babies R Us. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. And um, they put me in sales and they wouldn't put me on camera. And I always feel like when I want to do something and I'm so eager to do it, I, I go through it a different way and I learn the, the things that I need to know and then I kill it. Um, and so, and not, that's not in a boastful way. Um, that's just your process. Thank you. Um, so when I learned sales, I was closing every cell, even with weddings when I talked to somebody. And I was grateful that they put me in cells first. When I actually got behind a camera and it was stuck in the ceiling and you had to take pictures and stuff, I was like, put me back in cells. <laughs> put me back in cells. Um, so, yeah, I'm very grateful for my startup. So I'm a self-taught photographer. Very nice. That's very a dope. long answer. <laughs> no, that was, I mean, we want to know the history. We want to know the you. background. So you started off with babies. Um, and then, <clears throat> of course, you shot our wedding, mm-hmm. and you told us a little bit that you also do holiday shoots. Um, any other particular like arena or like these are kind of like my specialties, or you kind of feel like I'm like all around? Or, well, um, babies was scary. Mm. 
And um, I had a military father who hadn't met his daughter yet. And he came, he finally came home and he had to kind of pop, prop him up and he yelled at me. And from then I was like, well, first of all, you got to leave my house. Cause I had home studios and I, I had to dismiss the client cause mm. he scared me. I was like, Whoa. Um, so children, and I started shooting children or for photographing children and families. Um, but my main thing that I love to do is editorial work. So um, editorial style shoots. I host my own workshops. Um, I love to create atmospheres where other creatives can come and participate, pay for their ticket, but they're getting content. Um, so that's something I love to do. I love getting published. It's uh, been published a couple of times. Um, I'm trying to gear towards some really, really big major ones. But um, we talked about your wedding. Mm, right, right. <laughs> We're going to submit. Fingers crossed. Um, so, yeah, um, editorial work and weddings is my my main gig. At the end of the year, I make room for my regular uh, reoccurring clients. And um, we have fun with the holidays. So cookie making. We saw all types of things we do for the holidays. So for pictures. Very cool. Very nice. So now, Kai, I would like to introduce you to my favorite part of Black Fridays, which is Freestyle Fridays. And uh, I know that you have a bit of a musical background, so we're going to need you to freestyle. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? You want me to rap? <laughs> or sing? <laughs> Well, what we know you can do, we, oh, you probably can do both, but right. we know for sure you can sing, but you don't have to do either. Oh. It's, it's just a random assortment of questions. They're okay. all about you. So you, you should get them all right. And we just ask that you answer each one and you answer honestly. Okay. All right. So I'm going to kick this off. What is the most random job that you ever had? Oh my gosh. When I was young, I used to go to African Fest. I'm Canadian. I'm from Canada. Wait, so. what? It's we a lot. Y'all don't know so we, many yeah, we learned a lot new about things Kai today. about Kai today. <laughs> so many yeah, new what things. What you going to tell us, Tamia, your cousin, next? I grew up knowing Tamia, though, because her best friend, Stop. Simone Washington, Stop. used to live in my neighborhood. And Tamia used to come to our door and saw her her see her tapes and my dad's a pastor and he would be like i don't want that stuff and i'm like dad <laughs> she was just trying to make her money so yes i've met tamia before so you inadvertently responsible for the tamia hustle <laughs> and i don't know how to do it <laughs> i get stuck in this part <laughs> you neither one of us can do it <laughs> i just want that drew hill part Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that was, that was a well-needed uh, detour. But yeah, so, you're, so you're from Canada. That's yes, where we started. I'm from Canada. So we used to do these little African fest, and my aunt will come over with these little beads, and I know how to make jewelry. I used to have a jewelry company. It's something new too. I feel crazy saying all these things you guys don't know. And so we would make these beautiful bracelets and really beautiful beadwork, and we would sell them. And that was an awkward job because. They would get drunk like the at the African Fest and everyone's dancing. Mm -hmm. And we would, my sister and I would have so much fun dancing after we would do our little sales. And we would make money. Mm. And it was fun. Random. I like it. There we I go. Like and I was like 12. Wow. Maybe a little younger. But it was fun. Okay. So we have learned, again, so much about you. No, we are what? continuing to learn. Um, my question is, if you had to do any other job, since you have had many that you are telling us about now, besides being a photographer, if you had to go back to one for the rest of your life, what would you do? One that I've done or one that I wish I could do? Whichever your choice. I would like to be a CS, I mean, an investigator for mm. crimes. Mm. 
Yep. You watch the murder to, like shows? Not and... murder. I would do the first 48. Okay. Because I want to solve. Okay. Um. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's weird. It's not. But I, my, <laughs> you know, and I actually was asked to join the police academy and I would have to go through and do photography for it. Mm -hmm. But you actually have to go through the police like mm -hmm. training and everything. Like they don't just put someone behind the camera and say, take a picture of that scene. Like they you have to, you to know be able to, what you know, pew, 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 back if you need to. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that might be so important. Random. <laughs> wow. So yeah. Very, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So I've noticed about you that you are very into fashion and to putting looks together. You you be putting some fits together. Thank you. So I want to know what are your what's your fall fashion tips? Give get the folks some Ooh. some tips on how they can look nice this fall season. Um, this fall season I'm on the trench coat, the baseball cap, the Air Force Ones, and some sweatpants. That's my mom pickup outfit. Your standard, yes, your uniform. That's my standard. You know, and if you ain't got on the makeup, you put the glasses on and you just look like a Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, I love boots, sweaters for fall time. Um, you cannot go wrong. So, um, and then I'm dramatic. And if you ask my husband, Andre, I have so much clothes and I'm literally giving it to my daughters. And then I pack up things that I haven't worn in a while and I give it away. And I give it back to, you know, business people or people that are starting off or trying to have clothes for interviews and all that. I just kind of, you know, donate my stuff. So because I have too much clothes. I won't say too much. I had I had a shopping problem. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm working on it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Pray for me. Right. Pray right. for me. <laughs> can you can you help my wife out? Hey. Do you have it too? He, I almost cheered her with my right chair. Like, he, he should talk, but he got a shoe problem. But we, I have a glass problem. That's my new problem yeah. I'm trying to get down. into. Okay. Yeah. So we all have our issues. We do. Yeah. But we it's do. beautiful. Yes, we have our things. <laughs> my question for you is if you had to shoot with one camera for the rest of your career, what would mm. it be? I like my R6. And that's just because that's my main camera right now. Um, so I would say that or one better. Than that one, but the Canon R6, it's mirrorless. It's beautiful. And last but not least, you said that you uh, used to uh, sing. Ooh. And what I'm assuming you grew up singing in church. Yes. Okay. I'm so, a PK. I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. What's your? Uh, where do you fall in terms of singing voices? Like, what's the? I don't know the term yeah, proper soprano, terminology, but alto. yeah. Uh, soprano alto. Okay. okay. Um, Kimberell. Was mm -hmm. something that I used to. Uh, it was my Kimberell, Mariah, Brandy, and um, a little bit of Beyonce. Um, but yeah, growing up, that's what I used to. And a little Celine Dion because I'm Canadian. Of course, <laughs> of course. Range. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Well, congrats to you. You successfully passed Freestyle Fridays. Yay! We even got some bonus information there that we did not know that we was going to get. But uh, shout out to you. Shout out to Canada as well for uh, allowing us to get Kai. And uh, <laughs> 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 Thanks for sharing your time. Thank you. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> and I wanted to get back into uh, more so of the business aspect of what it is that you do. And so um, could you share with us 
how long you have been on this entrepreneurship journey. Seems like it started young for you or earlier earlier on, just as far as like the um, stuff that you used to sell at the World African yeah. Festivals and things like that. But obviously, you know, there's something in you that's continued throughout the year. So just wondering how long you've been a full-time entrepreneurship and um, let us in a little bit more on the, the type of services you've been providing for folks over the years. Awesome. Um, so not related for photography as far as just running businesses or being in that mindset we're going on 19 years of marriage this year my husband andre and i congratulations thank you yes 20 next year we're gonna get that upgrade there we go (laughs) (laughs) it's on tape too so yay there you go thank you baby i love you (laughs) um so when we were engaged, he said, what are you talented with and what? how can we raise money? He was in college getting his um, master's and I was still singing. And um, I started creating floral pieces. So that's why I do a lot of my own style shoots. Then I had Beauty Army, which was a jewelry company. So I still I pushed my jewelry company down to my daughters. Um, and so um, – I have been doing this for 24 years almost, as far as just being creative. I'm an artist, I like painting, I do a lot of commission work with paint. Um, And um, with photography, it's just been something that was a hobby at first and now it's a passion. And if I decided not to shoot weddings ever again, it's still something that I will get a joy and fulfillment out of just being creative and still being able to express myself. Um, I'm always looking to better and be better than Kai. I have no one in competition with me. I am in competition with myself. And my next goal is how are you going to shoot your next wedding better than um, how you shot that one? Or what are you going to better your skills and how are we going to learn something new in order to reach the potential um, that I probably will never reach because it's, I'm always setting the bar higher for myself. So mm-hmm. long answer. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. So you mentioned um, when we were talking about like you do editorial as your favorite. Um, how does like editorial differ from like doing or preparing for a wedding shoot? Because I've also seen you do like some editorial like wedding shoots as well. Mm-hmm. So what's that process like for you? Um, as far as setting up an editorial shoot or S- setting it up and maybe even just how you like envision it or preparation. Oh, wow. Um, so I create a mood board mm-hmm. and I'll spend a certain amount of time on Pinterest and I go, okay, I like that. And I create a board. Um, and then I start looking for my resources. Um, and then I build my team. Once the team is in set, we make sure the date and location is set. Um, and I like to collaborate. So it's more of, you know, you can pay people. But when you team up with someone, um, Shania and I have done some amazing style shoots together, um, MPQ. Um, and we just, I gave her the vision and she ran with it. And then you get your models, you get your dress, you get your jewelry. And then it's go time with your florist. And it's go time in the day of, it's more like a playground, just like how I set up here at the Onyx. Um, you just make a atmosphere where you're able just to be creative with no timeline, no wedding timeline, no guests, no family, no having to do this. And it's just me being able to spend more time to be creative and capture what I want for portfolio, for website, for marketing, for everything else and for submissions, for, you know, editorial work. So, And then I try to take that same aspect for my brides and not just shoot one way and then with brides shoot another way. Mm-hmm. And I like to put that artistic um, vibe for my couples. So, yeah. Very nice. 
And speaking of being a creative, do you ever find it challenging to do the business aspects of like entrepreneurship? Because I, I know that that's a challenge for a lot of creatives where it's like, look, I just want to be able to do my thing, get into my zone, yeah. all that taxes and finding all that other stuff like I could care less about. But some people can find harmony. But what about you? Yeah. Um, for me, it's just when people don't want to join or people don't want to do what I do myself. And um, that was something hard. I don't know if I'm going on your answer or your question. Yeah. It was something hard starting off being an African-American photographer. Um, and I don't always, if you look at my portfolio, I cover just about everyone. Diverse audience. It's very diverse. Yes. And um, it was hard at first having to, even wanting to do editorial work and having people to trust to work with me. And there was clicks. And, and it hurt. And there was people that was like, oh, we only work over here. And you're like, okay. So I learned how to stylize my own cakes. I learned how to make my own bouquets. I learned how to make my own invitation suites because I wasn't going to let it hinder my creativity. And um, now I get people like, you want to collaborate? And I'm like, now you want to talk. <laughs> <Boop>. <laughs> I don't know if I answered your question. You but did. You okay. did, yeah. Very All right. much so. All right. And speaking of entrepreneurship, and you mentioned we are in uh, an exclusive um, location today mm -hmm. <laughs> because Kai has invited us into her brand new studio, the Onyx Collective Studio. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the space that we are in, the vision, and how we got here? <laughs> Very emotional situation for me they are the first people to actually walk in here that is not my husband and my sister and one of my children um it's been a long time coming and i'm sorry i am an emotional being oh it's let it flow yeah, let it flow <laughs> anyways um it's been a long time coming um i've shared spaces i've given my all and helped people with their spaces only to kind of be kind of nudged out and and um no love lost but um I was in search of a studio for this year. This wasn't on my radar. When I tell you this was not on my radar. And I went to one photographer and she was like, yeah, oh, you know, she wanted me to stylize. Um, it was someone in Ferndale. She wanted me to stylize and she's so sweet, so sweet. And then she was like, I'm gonna charge you, boom. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm gonna stylize, my stuff is gonna be here, but you're gonna charge me, what? Okay, that doesn't make sense. And I just looked at her place and I said, Lord, I need my own. Didn't see it coming. Husband was really, really tight with finances. He was like, babe, you don't need that. Just collect your weddings. Do what you got to do. Let's save for our babies going to college next year. And I'm like, okay, babe. And then one day I was explaining it to him and I said, babe, he said, why don't you just start seeing if there's empty spaces that they will, these places that just can't lease out and see if they'll do a lease to lease, a month to month. Excuse me, lease to lease is funny. <laughs> I don't know what that means, y'all. Do a lease to lease. Um, a month a month, and um, it was about to be downtown Farmington, nice space up the street from my home, not too far, and it just was not hitting for me. And uh, when I found this place, I was like, whew, okay. And then I heard how much it was, and I was like, ooh, okay. And then Dre was like, move forward. And uh, when I closed, he was at work, and I didn't have anyone here with me, and I cried. I laid where Amanda's phone is on this little <laughs> stand over here. And I had the key in my hand and I laid on this little pedestal area and I cried and I sat in the middle of this floor and I thank God. And um, then I started my business plan and I said, I need money to put some stuff in here. I got a lot of furniture, y'all. 
I probably got makeup on my couch, but I don't lie. I told Amanda I was going to put some plastic on his couch. Like at your grandma's yes, house. Yes, right. where you get stuck. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it just happened. And my husband was like, get what you need for the studio. And he gave me a budget. I don't know if I stick to it. But Alleg- anyways. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, you stuck to a budget, but I got a plan, baby. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, we are in the Onyx Collective studio, and I decided not to have it a part of Kai Davis Photography because it's a whole different... I just wanted a place where creatives can come and have a good time. We're doing a podcast here. Mm-hmm. We're going to be able to do content for the holidays. Influencers can come in with their tripods. Photographers can rent it out. I just wanted a place where people can... We don't have content studios in Michigan. Right. We have photography right. studios. Plenty. But I haven't yeah. seen a content studio where kind of feels like, you know, something that you see on TikTok, but better. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to that to that point, are you familiar with the Motown portraits off of, uh, what is that, Livernois? They have yeah. a studio? Yeah. So, that I was, I was referencing that because growing up, that's where everybody took their high school pictures. Oh, like, wait. That was the oh, only, yes. Like, they that took was, like, ours. the only studio that... They took mine. Yeah, that's the only studio that people would go to pretty much. But now you have uh, the Q11s of the world. You have... Yeah. Um, I think Motown Port is still operating. Yeah, um, Prestige came up out of that, too. Pres- yeah, yeah, Prestige, okay. CJ Hart. Like, you have different yeah, people like, doing... Yeah, and they're some of my friends. They yeah. are my friends in amazing spaces. Um, and they're f- photography studios. Mm. And I don't have a backdrop. Um, I mean, we can do it if people request, but we don't have, you know, the backdrops that come down. I just wanted it to be a comfortable environment. And this is not a knock to any other one. People, they, these people that um, Denzel mentioned are killing the game. For sure. And I, you know, clap off to your creativity and your businesses. Um, I need headshots. Q11. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it's just a place where. It's just something that came out of here and mm. get to express myself. And I'm changing it up. It's not always going to be the same. I'll, every three months, we'll change the vibe in here. So it's always new, fresh content for people that want to rent it out. That's beautiful. Yeah. So this so. walk will look different in a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very, very beautiful space. Thank you. Uh, and you've done an amazing job. And thank you for letting us to be the first ones to come in. Yep. So I really love you guys. It. We love you. Thank we, you. We're grateful. <laughs> so I want to get into, um, we had talked about this a little bit beforehand before we recorded, but the first opportunity we got a chance to work with you same as Brandon because you all worked in tandem that day for our engagement shoot which turned out phenomenal and was lovely but wasn't the easiest for a lot of reasons one of the reasons was you know location was it was it was a little dainty you know call mm. it what it is so but we we powered through <laughs> that and we got the shots that we needed but uh the situation that we we talked about Brandon with uh wanted to get your perspective on is that day we all had to you know unify together and yes. uh fight racism and just wanted to want first and foremost me and amanda are grateful for you brandon uh and then asari who was amanda's uh, maid of honor in the wedding uh, for our, our our team and community for making us feel protected making us feel loved and valued that day granted the situation that was happening there and what's going on in that instance but just wanted to get your your take and your perspective because you know i i had you you were apologizing because you had popped off but i'm like no i'm like i appreciate that because <laughs> 
um, not finding a space. But if you look everywhere when you're driving, you see empty spaces of uh, real estate. And the majority of them say lease, 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 lease. Um, So my mission for, I think, three weeks, my husband gave me a time frame, is continue to research, continue to go, continue to go. And don't stop at your nose. Never stop at your nose because there's always going to be a yes somewhere down the line. Um, And I didn't see it. I didn't get a five-year lease. I was looking for someone that was willing to do three months to a certain amount of time and then month to month because I'm looking to grow and expand. I was just telling Amanda and Denzel, we're already looking for Studio B and, you know, to continue to build out. And so I would say never let a no stop you from reaching your goals. Um, And don't always share your vision and dream with everybody Mm -hmm. because not everybody got that dream and vision when you got it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have a lot of people that say no. You're going to have a lot of people that say you can't do it. You're going to have people talk about you and say, oh, who do they think they are? Continue to work towards your vision and your dreams. And sometimes you got to just zip it up and whoever's closer to you, you just talk to them and you talk to God and you keep moving. And then everything will follow. Um, And get a mentor. Sometimes it's great to get a mentor as well because they can help you out. But um, I would say that there are spaces out there. I did not see this coming. Again, I was just going to rent somebody's studio for a couple months and then be about my business. Um, But just write your vision down, make it plain, and run after it. Love it. Yeah. You mentioned um, possibly getting a mentor. Mm -hmm. Do you have a mentor or do you mentor any up and coming photographers or what's that like for you? Um, So I do have a mentor in photography. Um, She is one of the best. I mean, her wedding started $45,000. And I learned from her. Um, I do have friend mentors. One of my good friends, Megan Ward, um, she is a phenomenal woman and I can talk to her anytime I need her. And um, she was a mentor in the past of mine. And so we went from mentorship to mentee to this, my girl, and I can talk to her and she encourages me anytime I need it. Um, And you need people like that in your life. Um, And then I am working on my course, (laughs) Um, but I do uh, have photographers that call. And they are just starting off. They send me their portfolios and I give them, I give them baby steps because you don't want to give somebody the meat or you want to give them everything. But um, I do have people that shadow me and that come on sessions, learn. um, And so, yeah, eventually I'll um, open up my academy of learning for um, photographers um, to start building up. So very nice. And I was curious because you take such nice and lovely, elegant photos that um, and you've been published in different publications before. Could you tell us why that would be important for anybody who's like up and coming in photography or interested in getting photography, maybe even a hobbyist who's just like, you know, that might be an aspiration on why that's important? Because I also know a lot of creators who are stingy with their work and like, I, you know, if I, I want to hold on to it forever. Yeah. But why is it important to share those things in those type of publications or in different spaces? Um, because not everyone starting off gets their lavish weddings. And it takes you years to build a portfolio. Um, so I've traveled very far to shoot in lavish castles and places and, you know, beautiful settings. And 
I invest in myself and my business, but being able to create that for someone that's just starting off, who people really don't trust for their weddings and making giving her the place or him to uh, be able to capture and build their portfolio is something that I love to provide for people because when she get a couple of those under your belt, you know, and you put the right wording, use AI, <laughs> get your stuff looking like you've been doing it for years, you're going to start booking. Um, but there's also a lot of groundwork. I mean, because you get to someone's wedding and everything's grainy. It's like, yo, or overexposed or underexposed and you are a fraud. So it's just, and it gives you just a place to, you know, learn. So, yeah. You um, mentioned in terms of like traveling for doing weddings. And so what's the furthest you've ever been and kind of what has been your favorite location to shoot at? Oh, my goodness. Um, so I'm still waiting on that big destination wedding. You heard I, um, it here first. Because hey, <laughs> Paris um, and, um, oh, it's a lake something. It's not in Victoria? my head. No, not Lake Victoria. It's the sea. It'll come to me. It's beautiful. Okay. Um, but anyways, I would like to go to Paris and stuff like that. But um, I went to, oh, what was my biggest style shoot I went to? I went to Her uh, Houston, but it was Style Shoots of America. And she does lavish. I mean, floral stuff coming down balconies and stairs. And it's like six or seven editorial luxury sets. Um, so that um, is, you know. Uh, oh, I went to Palm Springs and Joshua Tree nice. in a desert. And I think that was my favorite. My least favorite part of that is kicking a cactus. And yeah. it. Did you encounter the jumping choyas? The ones that I didn't see no choyas. Or they're, they're a cactus. <laughs> Henry, I didn't see no choyas. I didn't see no choyas. I didn't even hear what she said. I'm like, who is Toya? I'm like, I they're <laughs> cacti. So my oh, bachelor trip was in Arizona, and we did a little shoot in the desert. And Oof. the photographer's like, "Watch out for the jumping choyas." And it's like, "What is that?" And it's just like these little cacti. But like, if you even brush past them, it they goes. literally attach and jump on you. They're painful. <laughs> Are they alive? That sounds crazy. I have no idea. It is First of all, I like that session that you're talking about. Was that your profile picture? Yeah. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I paid attention. I was like, I know what she talking about. Um, no, I. It was cactus out there, but I was the photographer that actually had the snake venom oh. thing that came out your skin. Oh. Because if I got bit, I was ready to pull it out my bag and right. pull the venom out my skin. Right. And so I wasn't playing, but there was trans. I mean the, tr the. You know, scorpions oh. and everything. And I had my stuff I had my stuff on the floor and wasn't paying attention. And at home, I heard something in my room. Oh, and no, in no. my head, I was like, a scorpion's in your room. Uh -huh. I tore that thing up. I said, Lord, <laughs> what's in my room? I don't even know. It probably was my dog in that room. <laughs> but it scared me. Um, but yeah, Palm Springs was my favorite um, in Joshua Tree. It's off the grid. So if you get lost, you're going to go hours in. And it's once it gets dark, there's no light. You just see like literally what you see in space. You kind of see all that pretty, um, the constellation, everything. Okay, you see God. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> you might. You, might. you, you see yeah. God. You, you might be calling yeah. him. There's God. <laughs> <laughs> I, need I need to get home. Hey God. <laughs> it's me again. It's me again. How do you how do you prepare for some of these uh, exquisite photo shoots that you do? Like, what's what goes through Kai's mind when you're 
getting prepared at the house, packing up your cameras, your equipment, and you getting ready to hit the road and go wherever? Like, what, what's going through your mental? Do I have everything? Do I have everything? Um, I just shot for the Hilton. Um, my uh, friend is an ambassador. So her and her family go on trips and then I follow them with my camera and I take videos and it's fine. I, you know, I relax and then I work and I left um, something at home I needed, uh, which is fine because it wasn't a part of what I was offering my client, but I was like, Amazon, Amazon wasn't getting it in time. And it, I was like, whoa, Best Buy didn't have it. The lady didn't speak English. And I was like, oh my goodness. Um, but it's just not having your batteries or I get stopped at TSA because in my travel kit, it looks like I have a bomb or something because it's literally a fanny pack full of batteries. Mm. I'm like, man, what is this? And I'm like, it's batteries. I'm a photographer. When they opened it, it was like, you're right. It's batteries. I was like, well, what else did you think I had? <laughs> I told you it was batteries. He was like, why do you have so many batteries? Like I have this flash needs to flash off. And then I need these batteries for my camera. And I'm like, ma'am, do you need all those? I was like, absolutely, I do. <laughs> I, I do. Have everything. <laughs> I do. <Right. laughs> yep. So. And uh, another question that I wanted to know was, is there what do you what's in the future for Kai Davis, Kai Davis Photography, the Honest Collective? What do you see in your crystal ball or things that you would uh, like aspire to do? Any possible collaborations, any special events or anything like that? What's on the horizon? Wow. Um, well, I want to expand the studio um, to a bigger space. Um, I'm already drawing out my build out because this one's going to be the one. Um, and so just hoping for a natural, really a lot of natural light for that one. Um, as far as Kai Davis photography, relaunching the website soon. So it's going to be fresh content, um, fresh look. Um, my goal is to have a team so that I don't have to shoot every wedding. If I do, it's a premium. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, but being able to um, just be able to capture more and then videography is a new thing for me and so um brandon who you guys mm. um just interviewed is going to be teaching me um everything that i need to know and i told him i was like hands down i am a student and i want to know um i am a, going to be a hybrid but never shoot a wedding does that make mm. sense to you guys yes um because i love telling a story but I will never, I won't say never, but I just don't see me doing that for a wedding because I love to shoot stills. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but sh shooting everything else with the videography um, is something that I will be moving into in 2024. So, yeah. Very nice. Shout out to Expansion. Hey now. Because <laughs> um, you t let everybody know uh, where they can find you socials website all mm -hmm. that contact good contact information for you sure all right so kai davis photography my fit um my wedding photography site is um www.kdpwedding.com um you can find me at on ig at kai davis photography that's k-a-i um, and then the Onyx Collective on IG is just Onyx Collective Studio, and the website will be launching within the next few days. So, and that's simple, onyxcollectivestudio.com. So, yay. And then Pear Space, I will be on there too, so that we can get mm. a bigger 
uh, reach, yeah, yes. <laughs> bigger reach because people need it from out of state, Absolutely. for movies, for anything you think of. So being able to do that. Very nice. Well, Kai, we thank you for your time today and pulling up to the podcast. We also thank you for your service. Uh, me and Amanda also talked yes. about the fact that this woman stayed overtime and yes. if she was not paid extra <laughs> so, or incentivized or asked, yeah. like she was like, look, no, I'm going to get, the, I'm staying for this we one shot. And that. she I'm stayed in, and she shot. stayed in we, yes. and did it. So we gratefully appreciate that. And it was that. a good it's shot finally. with them sprinklers. It yeah. was fun or whatever, sparklers. I said sprinklers. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. <laughs> no, but it was fun. And then I had never danced at a wedding the way I danced at y'all's. That's and then they, oh, had wow. the custom, yeah. they had custom cigars and everything it was just beautiful it was beautiful thank you thank you and you helped make the day special so we really appreciate it so make sure that y'all tap in with kai make sure that you check out the honest collective and for all the folks that's uh watching it we'll tap in with y'all soon Peace. peace